Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. And I think the real story here from the FBI's perspective is what an abomination this was. If it wasn't a witch hunt, it's, it, it's a damn good imitation of one. Uh, that was uh, William Barr, a.k.a. Bill Barr, a.k.a. the former Attorney General of the United States under, of all people, uh, Donald John Trump. Witch hunt indeed. How about seditious conspiracy? I was on television last night on uh, the Newsmax channel on uh, Chris Plant and the Right Squad with Congressman Matt Gates from Florida, who's big fun. And I offered up the turn of phrase uh, seditious conspiracy, and, and he agreed that what we're, what we're talking about here was, in fact, a seditious conspiracy I asked him see if he could find out who is Azra Turk also. I don't know if he's working on it yet or not, but we may get back to it this evening. Welcome back. Our number three of our humble radio broadcast. Only three hours. And, and now one more hour on uh, the Newsmax channel at 9 p.m. Eastern. So, uh, so tune in there and tell your friends. It's uh, good stuff. We uh, crushed uh, Anderson Cooper and CNN uh, last Friday night. I haven't looked at uh, the numbers versus CNN this week. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm, I, I uh, well, we'll see. I'm, I'm not glued to, I think, I think you do a good show, and, uh, and it's wonderful, and you'd be happy with that. And, hey, did you beat the Cartoon Network? Well, CNN didn't, but, uh, but we'll uh, get to that. Uh, before I get, uh, that was uh, William Barr again, and, and we've got more on the, on the big lie, the big, huge lie, the gir- like gurgle. Um, that the FBI told us and the Justice Department and the news media and then the CIA and the intelligence community lying to us and subverting our republic. Um, And I've got more for you on that. Before I do get to that, there is, um, and we've got border news too, more terrorists at the border, not just Democrats, but uh, the real kind, you know, in theory anyway. It's the FBI watch list, so everything should be viewed with him certain amount of suspicion at this point. But here is a, uh, here's a funny story. <laughs> the headline, uh, Sky News in Great Britain, Prince Harry and Meghan, you know, that's the American that he married. She doesn't seem like a lot of fun at all. I don't know where this is going, but I don't think it's going to a good place. Prince Harry, they're in New York. See, they're in New York City, New York, New York, the city that never sweeps. Prince Harry and Meghan involved in, quote, near-catastrophic car chase with paparazzi. Dun-dun-dun! See, and and the headlines everywhere. The Guardian out of the UK. Prince Harry and Meghan in, quote, near-catastrophic car chase uh, with paparazzi. They all have the same headline because I think it was a a statement issued by um, Harry, who who likes, obviously, a lot of drama in his life, doesn't he? He likes a lot of drama in his life, wouldn't you say? Prince Harry and every Time magazine, Prince Harry and Meghan, Megan, isn't it Markle? We call her Markle. Um, not Merkel, but Merkel. That's the uh, 
Prince Harry and Meghan in near catastrophic car chase, and all the headlines everywhere. It's they got the the uh, near catastrophic car chase. And uh, there, there's another one. They got another one out of, uh, um, uh, from today also, the Independent. Harry and Meghan, quote, stalker, end quote, arrested outside couple's California home. They've got a stalker arrested. They're in New York, but a stalker was arrested outside of their California home as uh, Kevin uh, Garcia Valdovinos. Kevin Garcia Valdovinos. Kevin is a little incongruous there, isn't it? Kevin Garcia Valdovinos, 29 years old, was lurking outside the couple's mansion in Santa Barbara, California. Montecito, really, it's Montecito. I, uh, I lived in Santa Barbara for, for seven years, and part of that time I lived in Montecito. I lived, my brother Daniel and I, we rented the servants' quarters in a mansion. They had good parking, though. They had good parking. Yeah. And this, uh, actually, that's kind of a, 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 fun, <laughs> a fun story, but I, I shouldn't get to it now. Because it's, <laughs> it's another thing. But uh, yeah, like a 1920s um, Italian stucco mansion high on a hill uh, looking at the ocean with a big property. And they had the uh, servants' quarters for rent. Um, and uh, we rented out in the uh, servants' quarters and, and lived there for eh, maybe a year. I think we lived there for a year. It was kind of fun. And the owner of the house was an eccentric old person named Martin Fisco. Martin Fisco was his name, and he inherited the house from his parents, and I think he grew up there his whole life, and he was not a young man when he, we were running the apartment. He, he fancies, fancied himself an actor, an actor, and he was in the movie The China Syndrome with uh, Hanoi, Jane, uh, Hanoi Jane Fonda and Michael Douglas and Jack Lemmon, right? He was the security guard inside the nuclear power plant that... Um, you know, um, uh, had he had his gun taken away from him. He was a skinny little man. He probably weighed like 88 pounds. And, uh, and he's like, uh, uh, and he had his gun taken away from him by, uh, uh, you know, Jack Lemon, who took over the nuclear power plant. That was our landlord, Martin Fisco. You got to see the guy. He's like, you know, your grandmother could beat him up with one hand tied behind her back. But never mind that. Let's get back to the near-catastrophic car chase in New York with the paparazzi. Now, see, why this is, first of all, it's uh, very dramatic. And how can you have a near-catastrophic car chase in Manhattan with uh, the traffic? It's kind of, it was, was, it was like an OJ low-speed chase probably with the paparazzi. Um, but uh, the news media is very upset, and everybody's all over the story. Prince Harry and Meghan in near-catastrophic car chase with paparazzi. Spokesperson for the Prince says the incident happened after the couple attended awards ceremony in New York on Tuesday. Do you think they got the award, you know, for being annoying? It was the most annoying Duchess Award. It definitely goes to Meccan, uh, uh, to what's her name? And <laughs> Merkel. The, uh, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. They're the Duke and Duchess of Sus- Sussex. Um, didn't we uh, put an end to that stuff in like 1776 or something? Yeah, they, you know, I guess they held on to it. Uh, the Dutch uh, and the Duchess's mother, she's a Duchess, brought mom along, involved in a near catastrophic car chase. That's what I keep hearing. After being followed by paparazzi, the Duke's spokesperson has said, well, if you can't believe the Duke's spokesperson, who can you believe? Now, the reason this is, see, it's conjuring up images of Princess Diana, right, in Princess Di. She was Lady Di, then she was Princess Di. Then she did. See, um, that's a little play on words. See, like that. 
in the car chase in Paris, in Paris, France. Um, and the car was being driven by, uh, who was the car being driven by? Henri Paul. That's who, by a guy named Henri Paul. Just doing this from memory. My friend Pat, for years afterward, would make uh, res- restaurant reservations in the name Henri Paul. It was. <laughs> That's the only reason I remember the name of the driver. And he got drunk, right, at the Ritz Hotel. And then went racing away, and the paparazzi was chasing them, and they went into that tunnel in Paris and uh, crashed the car, and uh, boom, uh, Lady Di did. Princess Di. Princess Di did. And it was a terrible thing. I honestly remember it. In fact, it was at my friend Pat's. It was not, we were at his uh, bachelor party when, uh, when we got news of the, uh, of the crash, and we were in a restaurant with uh, TVs and stuff. But never mind that. Uh, that was a big deal. And then I think I told you once before, a friend of ours, one of my best girl and I were in Paris, and a friend of ours who was at the time a French intelligence operative, he uh, brought us out. He said, and, and we went out for cocktails. We went to the Ritz uh, where um, uh, uh, Princess Di had been that night and where Henri Paul went in and drank his brains out and then came out to drive uh, Princess Di. And our friend, uh, we got in the car. We had a couple of cocktails, not too many and got in our friend's car, French intelligence operator, and he said, now we're going to, we came out the revolving door right at the Ritz, got in the car, and then our friend stepped on it, and he said, and he said, now we're going to follow the route. We're going, and a very thick French accent he had, and now we're going to follow the route, and he punched it, and we're going like, you know, 250 miles an hour, and uh, racing through Paris, and, uh, and then he turned here, Henri Paul, Henri Paul. And then we went into the tunnel, and this is the tunnel. And he's yelling, and this is the tunnel. And this is where, and, and my best girl and I are, are screaming, ah, ah, <laughs> when we went into the tunnel. And, uh, and we had fun. Then we went to another bar. That was uh, at the end of that story. So the, uh, so the big news is that the Duke and Duchess of Sussex were chased in uh, New York City by, um, by paparazzi, you know, the, this is the news media again. It was the news media that chased him down and, and killed her, right? And Henri Paul was drunk, and he should have just not crashed into those, those uh, columns in the, uh, in the tunnel. We don't do that in the United States. Uh, they don't do that much in France anymore either. Uh, in the United States, you go into tunnels, you can't crash into columns because we have guardrails and stuff. Uh, so you can't do that. And that was true before that whole thing too. But the incident happened after Prince Harry, Meghan, and... Doria Ragland attended an award ceremony in New York Tuesday, Reuters reported. The relentless pursuit lasting over two hours, how can that happen, resulted in multiple near collisions involving other drivers on the road, pedestrians, and two NYPD officers, uh, Harry's spokesman said. Now, why would you drive around for two hours with people chasing you in New York? That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. You know, there, have you noticed all those buildings all over the place? You, you, you could go to one of those. Let's, uh, how about that? While being a public figure comes with a level of interest from the public, that's, that's the public figure part, it should never come at the cost of anyone's safety. Dissemination of these images, listen to this, given the way in which they were obtained, encourages a highly intrusive practice that is dangerous to all involved. Now, again, they're conjuring up, you know, this is what you guys did to my mom. And, and I've got to say, you're in New York City. I've, I've been in New York City. I've driven cars. I've taken cabs. Uh, I've never been in a car for two hours in New York City. <laughs> and if you're in a high-speed chase, 
what is up with that? Megan received a Woman of Vision Award on Tuesday. She and Harry made their first public appearance since the coronation of King Charles. I met him, too. I, I told this story about him. I, uh, I, uh, I knocked him on the shoulder, uh, told him, glad I got to help. Uh, in her speech, Megan encouraged women, that all women or uh, anybody that identifies with women, just uh, pronouns, anything like that, to fight for equality as she accepted the award at the Ms. Foundation for Women's Annual Gala. It was their annual gala, and she got an award. And then uh, apparently a two-hour high-speed chase. Why don't you just um, not drive real fast and go to where you're going? Take the subway. <laughs> Take the subway. Here are some tokens. Here are some. They don't have tokens anymore, do you? I've got a pile of old New York City subway tokens at home. They're, uh, they're kind of fun. All right. Um, well, hang on. It says here, sorry to jump in, sure, but it says sure. in Sky News that cars drove on the sidewalk, ran red lights, and reversed down a one-way street, and at least one driver was using their phone behind the wheel. Well, everybody in New York is using their phone behind the wheel. I was reading The Guardian. You were reading the... Uh, the Sky the, News. Sky News. Okay. So I, I should have gone to the Sky News because that's more fun, driving on the sidewalk. Well, the thing is, in, in, um, in New York, that's all perfectly normal. That's driving on the side. You know, every now and then you got to keep your eyes peeled because you might have to run out of the way of approaching traffic on the sidewalk. That's, uh, you know, everybody's mom tells their kids that when you're in New York. All right, when you're walking on the sidewalk, remember to look both ways for cars. <laughs> well, it was near catastrophic, but it wasn't catastrophic. So, so that's the good news. That's good news. We still have uh, updates for you on uh, the attack at uh, Congressman Jerry Conley's uh, offices in Fairfax, Virginia, and the Soros-funded prosecutor who's responsible for all of this, and, um, and the border, and on the Durham report. We have lots of stuff for you still coming up. So, you know, BOGO is back. Buy one, get one. Eden Pure is having their famous BOGO deal on their thunderstorm air purifiers right now. When you buy one thunderstorm, you get one for free, no matter how many you buy. You get an equal number for free. You buy 22, you get 22 for free. That's the deal they have going. You can buy us gifts. You can use them at the office. Put them all over the house. They're small. They're just little. They're not huge things. You can hold them right in your hand like this, like this right here. The thunderstorm will completely eliminate any odor, even the worst kinds of odors. Cigarette smoke, Michael Moore. If Michael Moore is in your house, your mother-in-law is cooking. And now is the time to order because Eden Pure's buy one, get one free sale is this week only. More than 350,000 thunderstorms already sold. Check out their five-star reviews on Al Gore's amazing internet. Works like a champ. People are buying a bunch for around the home as gifts in the office. Put one in your bedroom, your living room, your kitchen, in your teenager's room. Any place that you like to breathe clean, fresh air. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use the discount code CHRIS. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is Chris, and shipping is free. Yes, sir. All right, so we still have a lot more uh, coming up. Had to get to that near-catastrophic thing. It's another thing that didn't happen. And and how do you, uh, and that's good, how do you have uh, a high-speed, uh, crazy, reckless chase like this around New York for two hours? Must have been going round in circles. Hey, look, uh, there's Grant's tomb again. Didn't we go by there like 90 minutes ago? Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. 
Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Now, um, I told you yesterday about an attack that occurred. A crazy man attacked the district office of a Virginia Democrat member of the House of Representatives, Congressman, who uh, is well known around here, I guess, Jerry Connolly. And it was a terrible incident, of course. Uh, and the, uh, the man, now the moment it happened, it's like, oh, it's a Democrat congressman, a crazy person attacked his office. And of course, your internet and your Twitter is the usual, the lefties. Oh, it's a MAGA hat wearing white supremacist to attack, you know, uh, uh, Jerry Connolly uh, in his office. Uh, and then they were crestfallen to find that it was a mentally ill uh, Asian American man with a long history of mental illness who's on the loose and he assaulted a uh, police officer last year. And the, the prosecutor in Fairfax County is a Soros-funded lefty who let the crazy person out last year on his own recognizance. After assaulting the police officer, he could have faced one year to five years in jail for uh, uh, attacking and assaulting the police officer. He's a mental case. You can, you know, uh, uh, approach it that way, too. Well, it turns out man faces hate crime charge in incident before Representative Connolly's office attack. Fairfax, Virginia, News 7. The man who is accused of assaulting two staff members at the district office of Congressman Jerry Connolly in the city of Fairfax is facing new charges Tuesday morning per court records. The city of Fairfax Police Department and the United States Capitol Police launched a joint investigation Monday after the attack happened inside Conley's office on Main Street. News 7 reporter Tom Russi learned that the 49-year-old Juan Ka Tran Pham faces new charges, destruction of property, and hate crime stem from an incident before the attack in Conley's office. You see, he identified a woman. He saw a woman, a white woman. And he approached her with the baseball bat in hand and asked her, he demanded, are you white? Are you white? And then uh, she ran away. He's got a baseball bat and he's mentally ill and he's crazy. And she ran away. She made it to her car and he smashed the windshield of her car with the baseball bat. And he's yelling, you white, you white. Yeah, so the uh, crazy guy that attacked uh, Democrat Congressman Jerry Connolly's office a couple of days ago turns out he's a racist. Okay, that's I mean that's the that's the correct terminology, right? That's 
you go up to somebody and there was another story the media completely ignored. Where was that? Where the black guy uh, went and uh, shot two white guys in the back of the head and murdered them and tutored like one in a mini mart and one at a gas station or something. And, and uh, he said he uh, killed them because they were white. And that's, that's not a news story. Say so this is how this works in journalism. News story, not a news story. Pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, but this, uh, this guy, he, uh, he found a woman, Fairfax County, um, the, uh, the people's there. Said the crime, it's a, it's a hate crime. Femme allegedly walked up to the woman and asked, are you white? Then smashed out her car windshield. Home security video uh, from a neighbor apparently across the street appears to show Femme chasing a woman. It's video. It appears to show. Right? Uh, chasing a woman with a metal baseball bat. It's an aluminum baseball bat. Only about a half an hour before he allegedly hit two staffers at U.S. Representative Jerry Connolly's office with a metal baseball bat. Now, um, and, and the crazy thing about this, the young, there was a man who he hit with a baseball bat, an aluminum baseball bat, and then a young woman who's, who was an intern for Jerry Connolly. She um, she, hey, I got an internship with Jerry Connolly's office. He's a Democrat congressman in the Commonwealth of Virginia, and I start tomorrow. And then she uh, started, and day one, day one in politics as an intern, at the district office of a Democrat congressman in Virginia, a crazy mentally ill person came in and beat her with a baseball bat and put her in the hospital. Now, she was released later in the day, but nevertheless, um, that, is a <clears throat> that is a crazy story. And I got to say, maybe, maybe a, another line of work. I think this might be a sign. You get an internship with a member of Congress. You, you show up and a mentally ill Guy comes in and beats you with an aluminum baseball bat. You end up in the hospital. I maybe a nice career in accounting or something like that. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh man! And uh, the thing is, this guy—he um, is the the prosecutor there—is a is a Soros guy. He's uh, and and the guy with the baseball bat was arrested last year for assaulting a police officer. And the Soros-funded left-wing, meaning he's pro-crime and pro-criminal and anti-police and could care less about the victims of crime and about the tax-paying citizens. And his name is uh, Steve Descano. And Steve Descano um, is a proud lefty. He identifies as you know, progressive. So progressive means more crime, Progressive means more crazy people on the street. And again, it goes back like the crazy person in New York in the, in the subway, Neely, right? And uh, Daniel Penny took action, the former Marine, because the progressive Soros-funded prosecutor in New York likes to leave all the crazy people on the street so that the tax-paying, law-abiding citizens of New York City with these high-speed car chases going on all over the city for hours and hours with members of the royal family... <laughs> I don't buy this for a minute. It doesn't make any sense at all. And the moment I heard this two-hour thing, I said, that just doesn't, that doesn't make sense. That, uh, you know, again, hey, there's Grant's tomb again. <laughs> Didn't we go by this an hour and a half ago? Honestly. And, and you have these, uh, they're not all Soros-funded prosecutors that are pro-crime and pro-criminal and anti-police and anti-taxpayer and anti-citizen anti-law-abiding citizen, but all of them that are Soros-funded. 
uh, St. Louis and Chicago and San Francisco, the spawn of terrorists in San Francisco. He was actually removed by the taxpayers there in San Francisco. The uh, Chesa Bodine, right, the spawn of terrorists, cop-killing left-wing radical terrorists, and then, of course, Ivy League and Oxford, and, and then he's letting criminals back on the street. And, and the other part of this is we have too many crazy people on the street in the United States of America, in Washington, D.C., in my neighborhood in Washington, D.C., and in every neighborhood in Washington, D.C., and in Fairfax, Virginia. They got this crazy guy who has a criminal history, a long history of mental illness. His father says he's schizophrenic and has been mentally ill pretty much all his life. And there was a time when uh, we locked away people that were a menace, a danger to themselves and to society. And I played the audio for you here of John F. Kennedy in 1963 saying that we had 530,000 people in mental institutions in 1963. And today we have a small fraction of that number, even though the population has increased by 150 million people. And perhaps we had too many people in mental institutions then, but it is abundantly clear today that we have too few people in mental institutions today. Am I right? Of course I'm right. Couldn't be more obvious. Yeah, and uh, this Discano guy, oh, go ahead and, uh, you know, uh, Steve Discano, the, the Fairfax Commonwealth attorney there, and uh, just uh, let him out. Ah, oh, you, yeah, everybody assaults police officers, all mentally ill people, and uh, that's no problem. We'll just, and uh, on his own recognizance. And then the other day, he's attacking a woman. Are you white? He, he couldn't tell. He wanted to be sure. He asked are you white? And uh, the lady's like, uh, huh, I think I'll get out of here. And then the, the surveillance video in the neighborhood shows the crazy man with a baseball bat chasing the woman down the street, makes her do a car, smashes out the windshield. And then, not long after that, he headed to Jerry Connolly's office where he, uh, he hit the young woman um, with uh, a baseball bat on her first day as an intern in politics. Welcome to the wonderful world of politics. What is the, uh, what's her name, has the book, The Joy of Politics, right? Klobuchar. Yeah, Amy Klobuchar has the wonderful world of politics, and where the lefties showed up at her book party with Dana Bash and took over the stage and were chanting 1930s union uh, songs because they're all nuts. The Democrat Party. Mm-mm-mm. And uh, by the way, I, um, I looked it up, you know, the two-hour car chase, in Manhattan, <laughs> which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I looked it up because I have access to the Internet here. Do you have the Internet there? I have access to the Internet here, and I looked up, you know, the Steve McQueen movie, Bullet? The Steve McQueen movie, Bullet? It's got the most famous car chase, probably, that and the French Connection. The uh, 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 bullet, the most famous car chase in motion picture history, that was 10 minutes and 53 seconds. But Harry and Meghan, two hours in Manhattan. You know, you must have been going three to five miles an hour, and the paparazzi were on uh, skateboards and bicycles. That doesn't make any sense. All right, now let's get back to some of the, some of the stuff. Okay. Uh, the Durham Report. Let's get to the Durham Report. Cringe. You know Cringe. Her name is Cringe Jean-Pierre, but for short, she goes by Cringe. 
That's one of mine. That's That's been somewhat popularized as well, people calling her cringe, because she is cringe-worthy every time she speaks. And yesterday, the fake reporters at the White House uh, wanted to ask her a question or two about the uh, Durham report. I think really only one reporter. <laughs> and she said, yeah, well, I'm not going to answer that. I'm going to send you to the FBI because they don't hold press conferences. And, um, and then I'm going to fold up my little uh, book, my three-ring binder, uh, full of women, and I'm going to walk away. What is the White House reaction to Special Counsel Durham's report on how the FBI handled the Trump-Russia probe? I would leave it to the Department of Justice to so speak to. Does he agree with uh, Special Counsel Durham that there needs to be wholesale changes at the FBI? Again, that is uh, with the Department of Justice. That's not something that I'm going to speak from the podium. As you just stated in your question, we believe in an independent uh, de- Department of Justice. That's what the president said right. when he was running, and that's what he, the president has said the last two years. Thank you so much. I'll see you guys in Japan. I'll see you guys in Japan. That's it. She folded up her little folder and walked away, and nobody spoke up. Did you hear Did you hear the deafening silence from a room full of fake reporters? Wait a minute. The Justice Department is going to hold press conferences on this, and, uh, and uh, you know, the FBI doesn't, unless there's some special event, right, uh, then the uh, thing. And she just walks away. And you, you hear the deafening silence from all the fake reporters in there? They're, they're all wearing their Democrat Party hats, and they— uh, Honestly, they're they're uh, Joe Biden lapel pins, <laughs> man. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, not always the most well-spoken person, but he is the Speaker of the House. He, uh, Kevin McCarthy, um, took it a little bit at least to Adam Schiffless, the inchworm, yesterday, and I'll give him credit for it because, you know, honestly, Adam Schiffless, he's planning on taking Dianne Feinstein's Senate seat in California, and the Democrat Party is fine with that. He is a psychopathological liar, Adam Schiffless, and uh, not a good man either, <laughs> and, but a perfect Democrat member of uh, the House of Representatives. It really raises the question about Adam Schiff. Schiff. You remember when he told the American people he had proof? Remember when he told them he didn't know the whistleblower? And what he put America through and openly lied to us? It raises a lot of questions about his, just his character, his standing inside of Congress, or whether he should be, even be in Congress. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I agree with that entirely. But he called him Shift, and uh, he's the Speaker of the House, and he's a member of the House of Representatives, and his name, his name is Schiff. I call him Schiffless, you know, but but uh, that's because he's such a dishonest uh, person. Um, Senator Lindsey Graham, you know him. He's got some uh, some peculiarities, too. He uh, He was out there yesterday, and uh, he's talking about Merrick Garland, who was almost on the Supreme Court but wasn't. Thanks to Donald Trump and to the turtle. Got to give the turtle some credit for that, too. Uh, Lindsey Graham yesterday on uh, what should be happening in Washington. Um, Apologize. Three things should happen. Three. Garland should pick up the phone and call all all those that were harmed by this and say, even though it didn't happen on my watch, I apologize to you. This is not the Department of Justice that I want you to to believe in. Uh, I would like the FBI Director Ray to get on the phone and apologize to the people that had their lives ruined by the FBI. And I think the Pulitzer Prize given to the Washington Post and New York Times should be taken back because the entire episode was politically motivated crap. That's not something you should get a Pulitzer Prize for. Well, that's what they give out Pulitzer Prizes for. <laughs> That's that's the uh, you got to read the fine print, the subtitle <laughs> underneath the Pulitzer Prize. Of course, that's what it's for, for a Democrat Party. Um, you know, uh, a couple of unpleasant words. 
you know, that's what he, uh, that's of course, you know, but they're not going to give back their Pulitzer Prizes. They're going to put them on their, on their trantles. <laughs> oh, man. You remember uh, James Clapper? He's a big liar. And uh, he was the director of national intelligence for uh, Barack Obama. And he was a, uh, still is a former general. Oh, by the way, I've got a, a letter here uh, today from a large number of uh, retired generals and admirals, flag officers and, and general officers uh, who are demanding uh, one, more than 160 signatories so far. Not like the 51 that signed the intelligence letter that was on the front page of every newspaper in America, but more than 161 retired generals and admirals request Congress to remove funding for their diversity, equity, and inclusion training programs uh, and education inside the United States military. Uh, of course, the news media will completely ignore them, and so will the Biden administration and the Biden Pentagon. But never mind that. Back to the uh, now retired former general and uh, retired director of national intelligence who uh, is a big, fat liar. And he was on Meet the Press on May 28th of 2017 uh, saying, oh, you know, that whole that Hunter Biden laptop thing with the emails where Joe Biden's the big guy and we got the text messages and the pictures and the hookers and all that stuff. Uh, here's James Clapper lying about that to uh, meet the press, probably Chunk. It might have been Chunk. I will tell you that um, uh, my dashboard warning light was clearly on, and I think that was the case with uh, all of us in the intelligence community, very concerned about uh, the nature of these uh, uh, approaches uh, to the Russians. Ah, yes, the Russians, and we got and the... We got the Russians, and we got they're everywhere. There, you got to got to look under in every bread box and under every couch for the Russians, because they're everywhere. You remember uh, James Clapper was James Clapper who was under oath before a Senate committee when left-wing Democrat Senator Ron Wyden asked him a question that mattered about uh, our intelligence services spying on all of us and gobbling up all of our emails and text messages and phone data. Does the NSA collect any type of data at all on millions or hundreds of millions of Americans? Yes, they do. No, sir. It does not. He's shocked. Not wittingly. Yes, they, they don't do it unwittingly. They do it wittingly. <clears throat> that's two counts of perjury. But in Washington, that's, um, you know, dinner at Charlie Palmer's on Capitol Hill, which is the very expensive steakhouse downstairs from where Joe Biden... Um, had those classified documents at uh, at their office there, just uh, just amazing stuff. Uh 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 uh. <clears throat> yes, sir. Oh, and uh, by the way, <clears throat> in the last two days, just the last couple of days, on our southern border, uh, even though we're understaffed and only covering a portion of the border, at least six people on the FBI. Here's the FBI again on the terror watch list. Six people on the terror watch list arrested on our southern border in two days. So far in 2023, 88, 88 people on the terror watch list have been nabbed. Now, I want to know, what do we do with them? Do we throw them in jail or do we just send them back to try again? Better luck next time. By the way, last year, it was about 100 on the terror watch list that were nabbed. Now, do we have 188 people in prison because they're on the terror watch list? Or, uh, and this is a serious question, or do we just send them back to try again 
and wish them better luck next time. Now this uh, Harry and Meghan, Duke and Duchess of Sussex uh, thing just gets dumber and dumber. And I, I, I think it might be completely made up. They're writing their own screenplay. They're, oh, we left the awards thing in a black SUV, and then they jumped out of the SUV and got into a cab because the cab was going, but the SUV wasn't or something. But where were the paparazzi then? And where are the pictures of the trying to steal your mother's fatal thunder is kind of sick. The whole thing is uh, nuts. Um, I'm not buying it. And the news media is all over it, which is another reason to not buy it. Let's go to uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Dave calling from Laurel, Maryland. Dave, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Hey, Dave. Um, uh, two quick short stories. Uh, about 60 years ago, a young woman named K- Kitty Genovese was beaten to death in an alley in New York City. Uh, it was a warm night. Many people had their windows open. It took about five minutes to kill her, at which during the whole time she was screaming for help, pleading for someone to save her life. Some people even shut their windows so they didn't have to listen to it. Um, and the world was disgusted. Decent people everywhere were disgusted with the behavior of New Yorkers. Fast forward 60 years, you got Daniel Penny who says, not on my watch. He steps in, and now they're going to crucify him for, for caring about his fellow man. And once again, decent people around the world are just disgusted with New Yorkers' behavior. It's, it, is, it blows me away. Well, you know, millions of dollars have now been raised for the Daniel Penny Defense Fund, and uh, and it's and it's true. And again, we've got another Soros prosecutor. It's the Soros prosecutor there in New York City that is uh, stirring up the lynch mob here. Alvin Bragg. And uh, Alvin Bragg. No, but I know I, I was uh, turn up Dave because uh, uh, you know Dave is uh, Dave. You know, you're you're onto something. You're, and and it's not just New York, Dave. We've got crazy people everywhere. I just read the story about Fairfax, Virginia, where the crazy person with a baseball bat is chasing the woman down the the street yelling, are you white? And then he goes to the congressman's office and beats up a young woman who is an intern on her first day in American politics. And we have a political party, the Democrat Party, that is entirely in the camp of the crazy person on the subway and the crazy person with the bat. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.